And welcome back to WWE Mentality. This is your host, Ralph Wentz. <sighs> Doing a uh, rather Thanksgiving-ish day podcast for everybody out there who's spending time with family and has nothing else to do but listen to my podcast which i am grateful for so um no harm there i guess but uh yeah i'm just gonna i'm solo in it today i'm here in the studio by myself no mr kennedy no executive producer justin bateman nobody but me good old jr so we're gonna hit on the recapping of smackdown like we always do we got a special on Sunday, Survivor Series, which I thought was really awesome, and you'll get my take on that later on in the show. And we'll hit on a uh, very subpar Raw, in my opinion. But we're going to get all of that after we hear from Mark Hellman, the Chevy Man. If anybody can put you in a Chevy, it's Mark Hellman and David EKO, part of Team WWE OBX. Take it away. Hi friends, it's Mark Hellman, the Chevy Man, back for one of my favorite times of the year. It's Truck Month. We stocked up just in time with over 100 Silverados, Tahoes, and Suburbans. You can save over $10,000 off MSRP on your favorite truck or take advantage of 0% for 72 months. Most Buicks will qualify for up to 20% off MSRP. That means you can get into a brand new Encore for under twenty grand with a four-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. Come check out our selection of custom trucks. We have the best in the beach when it comes to lifted trucks. With our great deals you can almost get the conversions at no charge that's huge we are out to help more folks this month than ever before we still have over 80 world-class pre-owned vehicles ready to go all the best makes models and price ranges no one has our selection our bumper-to-bumper warranties and maintenance is always included see it all at obxchevy.com at the foot of the right memorial bridge all of us at obx chevy buick appreciate your business and your friendship chevy find new roads Okay, and we're back to WWE mentality. I'm going to give you the full rundown of SmackDown Survivor Series. And like I said, a subpar Raw, in my opinion, coming off a very, very good Survivor Series pay-per-view. They needed this. I think WWE needed this. I think they needed something that the fans really enjoyed with everything out there in the wrestling world. WWE, I think, did an excellent job, in my opinion, this week at Survivor Series. But we're going to get to that in a second. I'm going to recap Raw just real quick. Happening on Raw, you had Rhea Ripley defeated Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. Rhea Ripley, man, I tell you, if, if there was one superstar, men or women, out there that had a better weekend or week than Rhea Ripley, come down to my studio right now and tell me to my face, and we'll discuss it, because honestly, nobody had a better week and weekend than Rhea Ripley from NXT. This woman is bound to do great things, let me tell you that. As a fan, I couldn't have been happier with what she brings to the table, both through the invasion process this last month, through war games happening on Saturday with NXT, and then Survivor Series itself on Sunday. This woman outshined everybody, in my opinion. But she defeated Charlotte Flair and, and Sasha Banks with a very unique uh, way to pin Charlotte Flair. Flair had Sasha in the figure eight, and Rhea Ripley kind of just snuck underneath the back of Charlotte Flair and pinned her while Charlotte still had Sasha in the figure eight. It was kind of unique to see, something that I've personally never seen before. And if anybody that pays attention pays attention to this show knows that if you want to win me over as a superstar or as a character, you have to do something unique and something that I've never seen before. So, yeah, Rhea Ripley possibly going to be making my my top 
top 10 or top 20 list here in the next year or so. So good job, Rhea Ripley, for having a great week and great weekend with uh, War Games Survivor Series. The Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly defeated the New Day and Heavy Machinery. Damn, you know what? I hope Justin's listening to this show, and I'll tell him next week because he said he will be back on the show next week. So everybody get ready for that as we discuss our uh, our top 20 superstars in the last 20 years. Also, we'll go through our categories, but I'm going to give you those categories here in a few seconds. But Justin will be back, and his team, Heavy Machinery, is just not hitting on all cylinders, uh, if I may say so myself. As though my team on Raw, the Viking Raiders, are definitely doing most of the work in the tag team division, as they should, the tag team champions. But Heavy Machinery is just not clicking on any cylinders as they gear up for uh, what TLC coming up on December 15th, I believe. So, uh, yeah, the New Day Heavy Machinery got beat by some NXT guys and... uh, and not taking away from anybody from NXT, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, your great talents. But uh, this was definitely a week for NXT to shine. And we'll talk about Survivor Series in a second. The Fiend Bray Wyatt obliterated Daniel Bryan. Obliterated. Um, I wouldn't say that. Uh, he did ex- exactly what he was expected to do, Daniel Bryan. Um, and, and I'm going to talk about Bray Wyatt here at Survivor Series. When my Survivor Series section comes up, I'm going to talk about that. And a lot of, a lot of heat in WWE world that I don't think anybody likes, but we're going to talk about it in a second. Bailey looked to get the upper hand on Sasha, or Sasha, Shayna Baszler ahead of Survivor Series. Uh, well, I mean, if you watch Survivor Series, you pretty much know how all that turned out. And Bailey, I'm going to talk about her in Survivor Series too, because I'm not going back on what I said a few months ago, that I wished Bailey was meaner and tougher and had this more aggressive look to her, but I've got, I've got some beef with Bailey. And I'm gonna go over that when we talk about Survivor Series and her survive her her Survivor Series match against the man and Shayna Baszler. Uh, NXT invaded the old-fashioned way. If you go back to the 1990s or the early 2000s, whenever it was, when DX tried to invade WCW with the whole tank and army truck, that's kind of what NXT did on SmackDown this week, or last week, was they inv- NXT invaded everybody. It wasn't the main superstars. It was everybody in NXT, it seemed like, invaded SmackDown, and, uh, and Bedlam just broke out. Um, all three brands had a six-man tag team match. So, I mean, there, there's really no surprise here, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, NXT was set to be the best the best team at Survivor Series. It, it, it clearly showed this past couple weeks. And I'm not saying that they needed to be built up more than what they are because I think they're on a whole different level than Raw or SmackDown. But we, we kind of got that feeling, or I kind of got that feeling, that this was going to be a more build-up show. And I, when I say show, I'm talking about Survivor Series. This was going to be a more build-up show for NXT than it would be Raw or SmackDown. And I think everybody kind of knew that when it came out that NXT was going to be in Survivor Series. When it had Raw versus NXT versus SmackDown. I think everybody knew that. But yeah, that's a, that pretty much recaps the SmackDown. Um, there's really no surprise there. I don't think anybody got surprised at you know, SmackDown. And honestly the next couple smackdowns i don't think there's going to be much surprises either it just i feel like it's going to be in in the dull area it's going to have its dull time kind of like i stopped watching consecutively and i admit it i I stopped watching in the summer um uh, i'd probably say mid-may to about summer 
I'll, I'll start continually watching uh, a month before SummerSlam because it just it feels to me that WWE goes into this this dull mode that nothing ha- nothing really happens over the summer because I feel like it's a uh, it, not that that now that's ratings but kids are out of school uh, the demographics not really there for them while the kids are in school and as you can tell it it does definitely start picking up right after SummerSlam when school starts again in August to September area. But yeah, I'll be the first to admit, I take a little bit of a break. I still pay attention, but I take a little bit of a break. Um, This is the middle part of my show. I'm here to remind you that next week we will have, or I will have, it's my show now, as I like to, to joke on Justin yesterday. I said he's coming back to my show, my WWE mentality show. But next week we will have Justin. He said he will be here. And he is ready to give me his top 20 superstars from the last 20 years. And I did mine yesterday. And let me tell you that I feel so bad for leaving such great talent out. And it's not about that. And I want and I want your I want you fans to chime in to go to our Facebook page, WWE Mentality Facebook page. And if you're listening on YouTube, comment down below. Give me your top 20 superstars in the last 20 years. And it all it's gonna be me, Justin, and my brother who's joined us last week or the last couple weeks, Mr. Kennedy, Zach Kennedy, that is. It's it's not that we're leaving great talent out. It all these lists are gonna be different. My top twenty is gonna be different from Justin's. Justin's gonna be different from Zach. And all of ours are gonna be different up until the last five, I feel like. The last five, the you know, the top five are I feel like are gonna be relatively the same. But I did mine yesterday, and I tell you again, I feel so bad for leaving such great talent out. As I, I can't tell you how many videos I watched on YouTube, um, how much research I did. You know, twenty years is a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Long time. I'm twenty eight, so it's a long time. <laughs> I mean, there's no. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, but we're going to list our top 20 superstars from the last 20 years, from 2000 to 2000, and, well, we're coming up to the end of 2019, going into 2020. So, yeah, it's going to be the last 20 years. Top 20, and then we're going to have five categories, and those categories are, and we're going to list the top two in each category. First category is going to be top two WrestleMania entrances. What we feel like really, what superstar really, you know, I don't even know how to put it, stuck out. You know, what... What superstar stuck out and had a really good entrance that made us just go, wow, I didn't expect that. But yeah, top two interest, top two WrestleMania entrances in the last 20 years. Top two best crowd pops. And if you're not wrestling literate, pop is crowd reaction. What's the loudest crowd reaction you have either got the pleasure of watching in person or you've heard through your TV? Off the bat, I can, I'm not going to tell you. Just kidding. I'm not going to tell you. Because you're going to have to tune in next week to WWE Mentality to find out what top two best crowd pops mine is. Category three, top two best on the mic. Who are you guys' best superstars on the mic on the last 20 years? Mine, you're going to have to find out. Category number four, top two most emotional moments. Pretty much what made you, and, and don't sit here and lie, guys. I'm talking to all the men out there. Don't sit here and lie and say you never got choked up watching a WWE event of some tribute or last match or something along those lines. Because I've done it. I know you have. Don't sit here and lie. But that's category number four. Top two emotional emotional moments. Last category, category number five. Top two heels and top two babies. 
actresses in the last 20 years. And we're doing superstar men superstars and women superstars as well. So I cannot wait for our list to be compared to each other. I know they're going to be way different, and I'm super excited to sit here across from Justin and Mr. Zach Kennedy to figure out who... <laughs> Who's our top twos in the last 20 years and who our top 20 is in the last 20 years? I will be remiss to not mention that we will be doing the top five honorable mentions from the 1980s to the 2000s. Because we cannot forget all the greats that have came in and did their due diligence for the last from the 1980s to the 2000s. So we're going to do 20 years from the 2000s to the 2000, end of 2019, and we're going to do the 20 years from the 1980s to the 2000s, five of them being honorable mentions. Not that they are considered honorable mentions, because most of them will probably be Hall of Famers, let's be honest. But they are just five of the best last, the, the best, best of the last 1980s to 2000s year. Uh... That is pretty much the end of my middle part of my show. I'm going to let Mark Hellman take it away one last time. He's going to tell you about all the great deals that OBX Chevrolet has. So when he gets done, I'm coming back. And you're going to have to sit here and listen to me for the rest of the show as I break down Survivor Series and, like I said, a very subpar Raw. Mark, take it away. Okay, and we're back to WWE mentality. Again, I am your host, JR. I'm sitting here solo in the studio, and I just gave a big rundown through the middle part of my show what we're going to be doing next week, and that is our top 20 superstars in the last 20 years, as well as our top five honorable mentions from the 1980s to the 2000s as well as our top twos and i'm talking men and women in our top five categories and again those top five categories are category one top two wrestlemania entrances category two top two best crowd pops as in crowd reactions category three top two on the mic who has the top two best mic skills in the last 20 years men and women category four top two emotional moments what made you choke up in the last 20 years men i know there's some out there you're gonna have to uh you're gonna have to tell us so jump on our facebook page wwe mentality and list your list list your list of the top 20 wwe superstars men and women in the last 20 years as well as the categories which are rest two two of the best wrestlemania entrances men and women two best crowd reactions men and women two best on the mic men and women two best emotional moments and two top heels and two top baby faces men and women i am also live right now on my facebook page at ralph wentz uh doing a live video if anybody wants to chime in and let me know how i'm doing how i sound how i look um i look beautiful by the way if anybody wants to know that's not on live but i'm here doing wwe mentality as you can see through the the back of me at 94.5 wcms studio uh it is a pleasure to be here to host this podcast first of all and I don't want to you know, shy away from thanking Justin again for allowing me to be in here and all the people at 94.5 WCMS for allowing a stranger to come walk into their studio. That's a lot. I'm not a stranger. Um, I do this every week. This is, our, I think, our 21st episode of WWE Mentality, and I'm happy once again to be here. But I'm in the middle part of my show. I'm going to break down Survivor Series. Anybody who's missed it, this is what's been going on on the kickoff show. We had Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode won a cross-brand tag team battle royale. Battle Royale for cross-brand supremacy on the kickoff show. 
I mean, I thought that the Viking Raiders should have been on the main show. Obviously, they're my team, not just because of that, just because their match was awesome, honestly. Well, my buddy David EKO from TWO, Team WWE OBX, is chiming in on live. He's sitting there watching. He's enjoying it, as he always does. You can admit it, David. NXT Cruiserweight Champion Leo Rush defeated Kalisto and Akira Tazaro, Tazarwa on the kickoff show, Survivor Series. And if you're welcoming or if you're just now joining us on live or on WWE Mentality, either on all listening podcast platforms as in Spotify, iTunes, Apple, um, you name it, we're on it. We're also on YouTube. So if you want, go to YouTube, hit subscribe and listen to our show. Uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders defeated NXT Tag Team Champions, Undisputed Era, and SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The New Day, on the kickoff show. As they should, they are my team. I picked them to win. Of course I am right, because I am always right. If you ask Justin or you ask my brother, they will tell you that that is not true. But my Survivor Series picks were pretty damn close, and uh, I take a lot of pride in that. Um... On the main show, we had Team NXT defeated Team Raw and Team SmackDown in the Women's Survivor Series Elimination Triple Threat match. And again, I will hit on Rhea Ripley. She will be a force to be reckoned with when she gets either in NXT, because honestly, I think she's the next to take up take Shayna Baszler's title. I'll be completely honest with you. If she's not in the title picture, either on NXT, or she just skips NXT totally and moves up to the main roster, Raw or SmackDown, she will be in the title picture. Believe me. Believe that. Uh, another match, next match would be NXT's North American champion, Roger Strong, defeated United States champion, AJ Styles, and Intercontinental champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. That was a very, very great match. Um, I was very surprised that Roger Strong won, but again, not surprised that Roger Strong won because this was a built-up NXT's pay-per-view. I said that in the beginning of my show. I stand by it. But, yeah, Roderick Strong, I mean, it was a great match. I'm not taking anything away from those guys. It was a great match, and they they should have put on a great show. If they did not put on, if those three did not put on a good show, then the whole pay-per-view would have been a throwaway match, a throwaway pay-per-view. Um, they're great wrestlers, great talents, great characters, and we'll talk more about AJ Styles when we talk about Raw here, up, upcoming in my next segment. NXG champion Adam Cole defeated Pete Dunne, the ex-NXT UK champion. This was bound to be a great match. Pete Dunne and Damian Priest had a match the f- before or the night before on Saturday at War Games that honestly if that match didn't steal the show. I I don't know which match did other than the women's War Games match. Um Pete Dunne beat Damian Priest and Killian Dane. I'm sorry. Killian Dane was in there as well, so it was a triple threat. But those three did put on a hell of a match on Saturday. And Adam Cole, everybody talked this week about Adam Cole from NXT. How hard of a week he had. But although he did have a hard week, because I'm not saying he didn't. I mean, he had a ladder match on on Wednesday um, with... uh, Jakovic guy from NXT and then had, you know, SmackDown on Friday and then NXT War Games on Saturday and then Sunday against Pete Dunne, who he defeated. Um, And if anybody hasn't seen Adam Cole and Pete Dunne wrestle, you need to. They are very, very technical, very, very cool to watch. This match right here, my next match I'm about to discuss, has severely, not only I don't think pissed me off, 
but I think the rest of the WWE Universe as well. Universal Champion, The Fiend Bray Wyatt defeated Daniel Bryan. And I'm not saying that they're pissed off because of the match, because the match was okay, honestly. I think it was a lot better than Seth Rollins' match against him at Crown Jewel. But this whole red light needs to go. And chime in on live, too, if anybody's watching and paying attention and likes WWE. What did you think about the red light? Uh, do you think it needs to go? Do you think it's just some something they're testing the waters with? Because, honestly, waters don't need to be tested anymore. It sucks. I hate the red light. It needs to go. It's I don't know why they're doing it. I have my opinion on it, and my opinion is that Bray Wyatt's character, the Fiend, who comes from another dimension, another world, and this world kind of looks like hell. I mean, to be honest with you, um, like he's coming out of hell to wrestle this match, and or you're going into hell to wrestle the Fiend. I don't know. I just, I just don't like the red light, and I don't think a lot of my listeners do either. But if you do like the red light, go to my Facebook page, Team WWE OBX, and leave a comment. Let me know what you think about the red light. Or you can, you know, if you're listening on YouTube right now, comment down below and let me know what you think of the red light. Because I think it's ridiculous. It's hard to see. I think it takes away a lot from the match. And I don't know what it's like live, but on TV, I think it absolutely sucks. Team SmackDown defeated Team Raw and Team NXT in the Men's Survivor Series Elimination Triple Threat Match. As I predicted, I picked Team SmackDown to win for men's, and I picked Team Raw to win for women's. I was wrong on the Raw pick for the women's, obviously, as uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka kind of got in a little bit of a battle, which ended up in uh, one half of the Bukaki Warriors spitting green mist every, everywhere. Um, and and those, for, those of you who are new to my show, I refer to the... Um, I don't even, Kabuki Warriors, I even forgot their name now, uh, the Kabuki Warriors, as in, I call them the Bukaki Warriors, because I just don't think they're very, they're very interesting to watch, they're not exciting to watch, and it totally makes sense now, that Asuka's shooting green mist out of her mouth onto someone's face, so it's kind of, it's kind of, it play, play, it plays, it plays, as in, uh, Ocean's, Ocean's 13, or Ocean's 12, where Matt Damon's trying that nose out, I think it's called the Gilroy, and he goes, it plays, it plays, well, anyway, Team SmackDown defeated Team Raw, Team NXT for the men's, WWE Champion Brock Lesnar defeated Rey Mysterio, which I thought was an awesome match, I really did, I thought it was put together right, and I gotta give big props to Brock Lesnar because what happened in that match was that Ray's son came in and tried to throw in the towel or acted like he was throwing in the towel. Obviously a distraction to get Brock Lesnar's mind off of Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio comes up and hits him in the groin and then Dominic Rey Mysterio's son hits him in the groin as well as in they double teamed double 619 Brock Lesnar as well as double frog splash Brock Lesnar but to much to everybody's disappointment in that mutt in that match uh Brock Lesnar did come out as victor against Rey Mysterio and we will again we will talk about Rey Mysterio here in a couple more minutes but altogether big props to Brock Lesnar because you know for a fact he had to approve that to happen there's no way in my personal opinion that Brock Lesnar would not be okay without his approval for more so a kid to come down and interfere in his match. I mean, that had to either be a favor to Ray or Brock was just feeling good and didn't mind it. Either way, I think you had to get his approval. Um, NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler defeated Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch and SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley. I think that was the stinker of the night. I think that it sucked, more or less, to be cautious with my words here. The match absolutely 
stunk the place up. Again, it sucked. And um, honestly, if Vince McMahon allows Becky Lynch or Bailey to close out another pay-per-view, I will stop watching wrestling. Um, it's not because I don't like wrestling. It's because we have come. the women have come so far in the last five to six years in wrestling. They went from being called divas to being called women wrestlers. They have a women's title, not a divas title, women's title. And maybe this is a culmination of the Lana storyline. I don't know. Maybe Lana's storyline has a lot to, to play in effect of my decision to possibly stop watching the pay-per-views. And it's no nothing against women. Please, believe me, it's nothing against women superstars. It's nothing against women, women wrestlers. In my personal opinion, what I feel like is that the women have stunk it up the last couple times they've closed out shows. And one in particular, the WrestleMania. It was not that great of a match. You can't sit here and tell me either on Facebook Live or in a phone call or any comment that the women's match at WrestleMania last year in New York was powerful enough for them to host another WrestleMania. Or close out another WrestleMania. You cannot convince me that that is the case. On top of all the other pay-per-views that women have closed out. Especially Survivor Series. This was a case where the storyline got built up so much that it overshadowed the match. Because, I'm sorry, Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, and Bayley. You absolutely did not show up to this pay-per-view expecting to fight. Expecting to have a great match. Because this match stunk. It sucked. It was absolutely atrocious to watch. I, could, I made a tweet saying I could watch this match on mute because that's what it felt like I was watching anyway with the sound actually on. There was no crowd reaction. The crowd wasn't in it. I wasn't in it. And I was very surprised that this lasted as long as it did. And for Becky to turn pretty much heel, right? I mean, did she turn heel on Sunday? Putting Shayna Baszler through a table? I honestly felt that if Ronda Rousey would have came back at this pay-per-view, that would have made the match 10 times better. And that's not saying anything about what I just said about her closing out WrestleMania of last year or this year. Just having the, the pure surprise of Ronda Rousey's music hit would have made this match 20 times better than what it was. Plus, it would have made me right because I told everybody that I, I thought Ronda Rousey was going to come back on Sunday and start this whole feud with the four horsewomen of MMA and then the four horsewomen of WWE, which is going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to happen. If they are smart, if WWE is smart, which I like to think sometimes they are, then I fully expect this match to happen at WrestleMania. This is too big of a match not to happen. And if it goes and waits for another year, it's not going to be anything. It, it's going to be a dud, in my in my personal opinion. Kevin Owens. Oh, hold on. I haven't got the roll yet. All right, there's one. All right. <laughs> Duh. All right, sorry, I got my papers mixed up a little bit. Uh, Seth Rollins. Pretty much, and we're talking about Raw here, Seth Rollins brought all the guys out, pretty much told them that the reason they lost the Survivor Series is because of them. Um, it was basically a town hall meeting, uh, similar to what Shane McMahon had at SmackDown months ago. Bobby Lashley defeated Titus O'Neil via disqualification. Rusev got handed a restraining order at the beginning of the day when he entered the arena. He uh, kind of violated that restraining order and attacked Lashley, and... I don't want to hit too much on this storyline because I always do uh, every other week, but I think still it needs to end. I think this whole storyline needs to end. I think it was smart to bring in another um, distraction as far as the restraining order. And uh, thank you, WWE, for finally getting cops that look like cops. I mean, 
God. Did it take you only 20 years to do that? But anyway, Bobby Lashley defeated Titus O'Neil. No shock there. AOP returned one of my top teams, and they defeated Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Not a surprise there at all. What I am very interested in seeing is something I saw, like a meme I saw on Facebook or Twitter, is that Seth Rollins could possibly join AOP and a very catchy name I saw and I, I wish I could remember the person I saw it from because I would give him a shout out but the Architects of Pain sounds like a pretty cool name to me I mean let me know what you guys think but anyway they uh, AOP returned and defeated Zack Ryder Kurt Hawkins Andrade defeated Akira Tazara no shock there Buddy Murphy defeated the returning Matt Hardy but uh Buddy Murphy had some words about for Aleister Black and that didn't end well for uh Buddy Murphy Aleister Black one of them guys that hasn't wrestled in a while and hasn't really had a storyline and kind of up in the air on what's going to be going on with him. I told you I'd talk about uh, Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles, but we'll talk about their match because they had a little bit of a, looks like a little bit of an attack going on. Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, and Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre challenged AJ Styles after the OC attacked Umberto Carrillo. Rumors out there that uh, Umberto Carrillo not not too hot with Vince McMahon right now. But we're going to be see what's going on with Humberto Carrillo in the next couple of week, next couple of weeks. Rey Mysterio defeated Ricochet, Randy Orton, Andrew McIntyre for the right to challenge United States champion AJ Styles. Ricochet or AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio took up a good hour, if not an hour and a half, of this show on Monday. So um, big props to them for sticking it out and, and carrying the show. Rey Mysterio actually defeated AJ Styles for the U.S. United States Championship. Very surprised on this. If you're watching on uh, if you're watching on SmackDown, if you're watching on Facebook Live, what are your thoughts? I mean, if you're a WWE fan, you saw this. What are your thoughts of the the new United States champion, um, Rey Mysterio? After losing to Brock Lesnar the night before, he becomes United States champion the night after. So I don't know what's going on with that. WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Asuka defeated Charlotte Flair. Um, one half of the Bukaki Warriors defeated Charlotte Flair, if I should mention, because I like saying that um, for some reason. Um, got her with the mist again. And, I mean, Charlotte's just in this... She's in the dole, you know. She's in the she's in no man's land, pretty much. She she's losing matches. She's building. She's building people. Is what she's doing. She's building talent. Unfortunately, I think they should stick a title on her. I think her and Lacey Evans should tag team, and they should win the tag team champions. That's what I personally think. Eric Rowan defeated Kyle Roberts. Really, no surprise there. Um, it's a jobber. Eric Rowan's a beast. And last but not least, Kevin Owens challenged Seth Rollins earlier on in the day, earlier on in the night, and uh, Kevin Owens defeated Seth Rollins via disqualification. Honestly, no surprise there because that's pretty much what Raw seems to be is nothing but disqualifications. I wish they would stop. Please, just have a singles match. I mean, just have a singles match. Let it go. Let them wrestle. Let wrestlers be wrestlers. wrestlers. Like CM Punk said, WWE is just like glitz and glamour now. It's like going down and, you know, if you remember going to New York City, and this is you know, paraphrasing what he said, you go to New York City years and years and years and years ago, and it's not the same like it is now. There's too much bright lights. There's too much strobe lights. There's, you know, there's everything happening in New York City. And that's what he referred to WWE is that, you know, it's all pyro and glitz and glamour and just let wrestlers be wrestlers. Let them wrestle. World Wrestling Entertainment. I get it. It's entertainment. And it is, for the most part. But what I thought was an excellent Survivor Series wrestling-wise, and what I thought was an excellent wrestling war games, just, it, it means nothing now if you go to Raw and SmackDown and all you do is 
ruin matches by disqualification. It makes no sense at all. But anyway, coming to the end of the show, I want to thank everybody for tuning in once again for, I believe, the 21st edition. I will get that straight next week and figure out what edition it is. I believe it's the 20th, the 20th or the 21st. But thank you for our for all you participating and watching, uh, liking our videos, sharing our videos uh, on YouTube, on Facebook. Uh, again, it's Team WWE OBX on Facebook as well as WWE Mentality. Um, find me on Twitter, Jamie Wentz and WWE Mentality. Go there. You can you know find the links to our videos to YouTube. Uh, it'll transfer you over to YouTube and watch our videos there or listen because there's no video. And the people who you know watch on YouTube. I, I can't thank y'all enough. I really do, and I think I speak for Justin as well. We we do appreciate y'all listening, and I hope it, it it's worth it. I really do. Um, again, next week we'll be doing our top twenty superstars of the last twenty years. Uh, you know, do the math. It's a superstar per year. We'll do that. We'll go through our top five categories, and those categories are top two WrestleMania entrances, top top two best crowd reactions, as in crowd pops, top two on the mic, top two emotional moments, and top two heels and top two baby faces. And we will be doing men and women for that. I hope everybody has a safe and fulfilling, and when I say fulfilling, I hope your bellies are full at the end of Thanksgiving. I hope everybody stays safe. Travel safe if you are traveling. Um, Thanksgiving is about spending time with family and, and reminiscing about the times, uh, the, the ones that can't be there, uh, the ones that either passed away or on you know, the military, the unfortunate ones that can't be there. I should say, and I'm thankful for all the hard work and all all the love that's in within my family when we meet up, and we will meet up tomorrow, and we will eat and eat and eat. Um, I'm planning on eating more than Otis of Heavy Machinery. Um, if you've seen any of guy any of that guy's Instagram, he can take some food down. But I will see you next week as we list our top twenty superstars as well as our top five categories. Uh, two two superstars, men and women, in those top five categories. Um, if you want to join, go to our Facebook page, Team WWE OBX or WWE Mentality. Or if you're watching here on YouTube, just go down below and list them in the comment section. And be sure to subscribe as you're listening here on YouTube or anywhere else, as in iTunes, Spotify, Apple, you know, Google, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, anywhere that you hear us, be sure to like us, share us, and uh, we will keep putting in all the hard work for you listeners out there. But that pretty much wraps it up for me and WWE Mentality on our 21st edition of WWE Mentality. We will see you here next week. Tune in, and everybody have a safe Thanksgiving. Again, if you're traveling, be safe. I love every single one of y'all. Thank you for allowing me to do this and come through your radio waves or your phone waves or whatever waves I'm coming in. Thank you for allowing me to do this, and uh, we love all y'all. Keep slamming. Stay wonderful.